How are we doing? Andrew, you've got paranoid yet? About? About me not answering your phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet, mate. <laughs> and you, you, normally, you normally always screen me like that. You always, and I know you're always either with the kids or I'll get a WhatsApp back. I know that's what normally happens. Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight talking ideas to grow your business. Hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, the show that aims to help you grow your business. Don't forget, you can find out more about us online at marketingsimplified.co.uk. And of course, depending on how you're listening, um, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Google Podcasts nowadays, Spotify, and a whole range of other podcasting services. As always, my name's John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. And I'm usually joined by Georgia, your brand guardian, and Andrew Black, the guy who helps trades Shoot. Now, you might have noticed that there's been a bit of a, a gap in between our last few podcasts, but don't worry, everyone is okay. We're still all alive and functioning. I think there's just been a bit of a hiatus due to things like schools going back, which is obviously, if you're a parent, a very positive thing um, once you've got over all the fears of getting your kids back in school. And I have to think of what we've found as well is that this time of year, now that people have been getting back into work, um, has been exceptionally busy for a lot of people. We have been recording podcasts um, for a number of weeks, and here are a selection of them. In this particular episode, um, we thought we'd explore a few different themes of different conversations we'd had over the summer with various different people who are thinking about um, maybe adding to their services, um, changing their services, or maybe trying to bring what is potentially a side hustle um, or something that they're earning additional income from into the fore and making that into something which is then their main income. And how do you go about doing that? So we were talking through this and what became apparent is um, Andrew's changing business. So we decided to explore this. He was very brave, put his cards on the table. Um, and this is the episode. We'll find out more now. Here's a, here's a serious kind of question, which you may or may not want to use as part of the podcast. Um, I suppose one of the challenges I've probably got at the moment is I'm sort of I'm sort of trying to grow two businesses at the same time. My B&I business, if you like, I'm very much still on the tools. I have the gas plumbing and heating seat there and doing fantastically well from B&I, but I'm not really pushing that anywhere else. My social media is probably a mixture of both the on the tool stuff and the off-the-tool stuff in terms of the coaching and helping and supporting other tradespeople, uh, the niche being, again, gas plumbing, and heating engineers, because that's where my expertise lies. Um, and then I use the podcast, obviously, to build the the, the coaching side, the, 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 the business. So I suppose the challenge I've got is, is my messaging all over the shop? And I don't know how you guys, and if you guys are able to be objective or subjective with it, um, what do you see me kind of pushing more or what? I know you know, that's why it might be difficult for you, but what do you what do you see me sort of representing more than the other? Or is it an impossible task, me trying to do what I'm doing? Interesting you talk about that. I thought you was actually going to say about going down the road of trying to juggle both businesses, of which I know exactly mm -hmm. how you feel, because I try and do the same um, with... Because you've got your wedding stuff. And the wedding stuff, yeah. And I have yeah. always struggled um, tr trying to not spread myself too thin. And you never get everything done because you end up, you just double your workload instantly, don't you? Even things like your social media posts, you're thinking, right, I need to make sure I'm balancing the on-the-tool stuff to the coaching stuff. And then you have to do everything twice. So making a really good decision 
initially to kind of like split your brand up into subdivisions and because uh, of your different ideal clients, uh, which is great for them. But then for us as the person on the other side, it's a lot of work and you have to be really um, open to the fact that that's going to happen. Um, literally, you're going to look at your stuff now. The things I normally see with um, Heroes on Hand tend to be more off the tool stuff. So for yeah, that's more, up in my feed. more motivational. That's that's all the bits and pieces yeah. that I see. But yeah, yeah so that, that is a really good point, isn't it, I suppose, because there's going to be a number of people out there with um, what what I suppose the Americans would would phrase as side hustle, but actually is, you know, for some people, if they have a full-time job and also a few things they're working on the side, which are perhaps making money for them, and that's what they want to build in later on and further down the line. There might be two or three from various different things. Um, at what point, yeah, I mean, at what point do you start to think, I need a bit more help with that. I know I might be jumping on a few few steps here, but in my own business, I've got a few little people, acquaintances that I've made around and about who I actually farm a few little bits and pieces out to. If I know that I could do writing, for example, could could write up all my blogs, but um, if someone is going to charge me you know, next to nothing to write a whole series of 10 of them and I just give them the bullet points and go away to go and write it, that's something that's taken out and done. I don't have to worry about that. Are you saying, John, that all of your recent LinkedIn posts are not written by you? Correct. <laughs> but you're using LinkedIn well and you're always popping up on the feed. I'm seeing it all the time. So like you said, that is an excellent use of um, using people outside the realms of your own or what you're great at, you know, subdividing what you're good at and what you enjoy doing and what you could have someone else doing. I certainly think that is a couple of steps ahead. And I suppose that's where I get the more of a challenge with my clients and trying to get them to let go of some of the things that they've just simply always done without questioning it. Um, yeah. And again, I think a lot of people do balance different things. Obviously, George has got two different businesses. Um, I've got sort of one business, one business heading, but two very different services. You could argue that certain builders, for example, would often do, you know, a loft conversions and internal refurbishments. And they could almost be two separate businesses as well, rather than rather than actual individual services or individual products. Um, it's, it's a real it's a real tricky one. But I was interested to see how it comes across. So if it's the coaching that's coming across more from my messaging, then that's fine. Then my, I use my BNI very much for the on the tool stuff, which in many ways kind of does actually become a bit of a lead generation tool when I'm referred to other gas engineers and other tradespeople and so on. I suppose it's a weird one for me. I'm just I'm wondering where the next uh, the next steps are and the next routes are. If, I suppose I have to look at each business or to help you with your question, Georgia. It's almost a case of, like you said, it's about doing two lots. I'd have to set goals for two, mm -hmm. two lots of goals for both sides of the businesses. Everything has to be separate. And yeah. that's almost like I, when I, I get a lot of people actually asking this, a lot of um, current clients have, and then even people that have just inquired with me about when they start their business. And I always bring it back to, down to, like, oh, you know, I don't know if I should put this under my business to start a step, blah, blah, blah. And my answer is always look at your ideal client. The ideal client is different. You need to split the business. It doesn't mean that all the brand work needs to be completely different. I don't know. Maybe there's something in it, heroes on hand on the tools, and that's all the the actual UB tools and heroes on hand coaching. So there is a bit more of a split, so that when you've got the people that are interested in using you for their homes, and they go onto your Facebook and they're seeing all the examples of work, your your client testimonials and everything, it's tick tick tick. That's what they want. But as a homeowner who maybe is a mum at home 
I'm not interested in your coaching stuff because I don't have a business and whatever. So then I go and I might get confused. Your ideal client is different, but it's not to say you can't have your umbrella brand and then it's just something split and it just makes it a bit clearer for the two different audiences. I don't know, maybe there's something there. Yeah, I suppose it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? It is a tricky one. Or as you say, it's about doubling the workload in terms of social media and then starting another page and getting another following rather than using hashtags for argument's sake to sort of search beyond your own audience to try and get you know new likes and new follows and so on. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely some truth in that. I mean, I, I remember my sister saying, oh, I'm going to have to unfollow you on Instagram because um, all I can see is your work stuff. It's like, well, yeah, but that is meant to be my work. <laughs> work one, right? I'm not trying to promote actually what I do rather than just send you cute pictures of my sons. Um, so it was then kind of, you know, a case of, well, you know, you can have to one for yourself and one for the business, which does kind of make sense in a way, doesn't it? Because when people audience. go onto your page, whether it's your social media pages, your website, your printed materials, like we're, we're, we're so like time short and we're just so self-focused we just want to see what we want to see we don't want to have to filter through and look, try and find stuff because our little brains nowadays with all the communication that comes our way we've got like a three second span so right i need to see something it's going to tick my box because i need my boiler checks or i am interested in coaching or i need wedding stationery why if why i split my business when when i first started doing design it was just marshmallow and i had clients asking to do wedding stationery and I just did it because it was my skill set anyway I use the same software I use the same printers to me there was no difference but the ideal client was completely different and if I was doing 75% of corporate work and I was putting that on my social pages and then I was telling a bride to go onto my Facebook and she's scrolling and scrolling and she's seeing website design logo design brochure design business card design and maybe a wedding stationery post is 10 down she doesn't really get that far and then she's going to choose me or the woman down the road who her entire business is wedding stationery. Because she will look like the more of an expert than me. So she'll go with her because it looks like, right, she does all of this. Whereas this girl, she does mostly corporate stuff and then a bit of this. So um, you just have to give your ideal client what they want and they need to see it really fast. We're simple animals, aren't we, as human beings? I mean, yeah. this is kind of like right throughout media. So if you are on the radio, for example, um, then you're coached as a radio presenter to be one thought, one link. So that 30 seconds you've got or one minute you've got to talk about has to just be on one subject. Otherwise, people can't keep up their concentration for that long and you know, you're going to lose them. Um, in a similar way, I suppose something like Google as well is set up for that way because they index different websites on one keyword to begin with on your homepage and then associated keywords on the other page. So what is this website about? It's about this. And this is an associated service and this and this and this. So you've got your different landing pages and service pages that go with it. So I suppose it, it does mean to a certain extent splitting things out. Or for the companies that maybe do have like, they're, they're fully aware of what their core focus is within their business, i.e. that product or service that maybe brings in is 80% of their work, um, you know, could you then use the pages to to pin certain posts or link certain landing pages rather than complete complete brand new marketing strategies for an entire business? I mean, what do you guys recommend on that? I personally still think it needs to split because the ideal client is just different. 
completely different. And, and yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's different in what the visuals I want to see, the way you speak in your text, the way you speak on camera, the way you come across. Like, obviously, you help a lot of um, trade men, for example, would be your one of your ideal clients for the coaching side of your business. But again, how you then come across on camera to resonate with those guys in terms of your experience, your history with things, you know, the successes you've had in the past, even just the way you are so straight talking and they appreciate that, would Mrs. Cohen of 45 Blue Streets in London appreciate you communicating in that way to her? Uh, and when she's yeah. going to pay you to do a load of boilers? No. Also for for data protection, if there is a Mrs. Cohen at 45 Blue Street, that was a complete coincidence. Fluke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if, if, if there is actually, go on, if you call in, I'll give you a free boiler service. Let's see if this little social experiment works. Let's see if George is setting up some of her friends for free services or uh, yeah, just, just completely random. Mrs. Cohen getting free stuff. <laughs> you, you, I suppose just to muddy it slightly, but you can, you know, on a, on a website, different landing pages which aren't necessarily part of the real, or, you know, the, the accessible sitemap, you can put on related services, of course, and you can talk about various different things because um, it's hidden from the main part of your site. But um, no, I think what Georgia said holds holds true. Okay. Well, I guess mine's more from a brand perspective, isn't it? In terms of tech and stuff, which is definitely all you, John. I mean, there's so many cool ways and loopholes of things, isn't there? But when it comes to brand, um, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's pretty black and white with stuff. It's either one or the other. And often by trying to mix up stuff, you, I know from experience you can confuse a client and that's how you can lose out on work because they just think you're not, the expert for them and they just want to see one thing and if, if I look over all the successful businesses that either I've ever worked with or ones that I aspire to be like one day they're all just focused in on one thing one ideal client whether that is the person the product or the message um, and that's all that they preach rather than trying to kind of dabble no, I think it makes sense. And to be fair, the way the brand is sort of united on the website is fine. But the, the website is divided to pages, which John has obviously designed. Thank you very much. Um, and I suppose from the two business perspective, as I said, I've only really been using BNI to push the on the tool stuff. But if I were at this sort of crossroads now, hence me trying to phone you, John, is sort of see, right, well, where, where shall I push things? And ideally, both directions. But in order to do that, I'm going to have to just create a little bit of separation between the the two the two the pages effectively two separate websites i don't think i'll push the gas plumbing heating on the social media to be fair I'll... i don't even know i mean john you you might disagree here but you when you just said sorry andrew about like two different websites i don't know necessarily you need that but could it not be a case of when people go on the home page there's heroes on hands on the tools and heroes on hand coaching and then you click through to one or the other and then you can't so you still have one site but you, and one umbrella brand, but it's just then broken down. And then on your on the tool stuff, you've got everything, the way you speak, your text, your imagery, it's all focused about you being on the job. And then when they go through to the coaching side, it's really for um, the engineers that you want to work with and help. And there's a bit of a different tone to it. But, you know, your boiler clients would never go through to that anyway. I don't know. Is that something yeah, well, there's something similar, isn't there, already kind of set up in that way. And, yeah, I think that's, that's probably a good way of doing oh. it. And and you're right with a with a 
a lot of web developers will say, no, you've got to have one template for the entire website and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. Nothing is set in stone. One page can be completely different to the next. And you can have one, one major brand on the homepage and a kind of a, a subtle change to the next um, all the way throughout. That's, that's easy enough to do now in a modern web environment. So there you have it. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hope that's been of use to you. Um, remember, you can find out more about the show at marketingsimplified.co.uk. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes and Google Podcasts, or even Spotify, depending on where you're listening. We'll be covering similar topics in future. But if there's a certain thing that or subject that you'd like us to cover on the show, or if you think you're good enough and would like to be on the show, for us to interview, then do get in touch at hello at marketingsimplified.co.uk. That's all for this time, but don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.